everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me as always... Gator, along with... Our friend, Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob! Hey, guys. Also known as Final Third Cigar on Instagram. So, Amongst other things. Amongst other Amongst things, other things but, but, exactly. But, you know, Final Third Cigar is how you would find him. And his yes. name is Rob. We but, nicknamed him Broccoli Rob. Jeff just, you know, nicknamed him Broccoli Rob because... Everything revolves around the office for you, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Yep. Anyway, after talking to my daughter who's in show choir, she informed me that Broccoli Rob was a character in the show choir, so I'm not sure what that says. I mean... Well, he was played by, uh, who? what was it? Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, Colbert. Colbert. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So... So you're in good company. So... Now, now, Rob is with us today because we are going to be cracking open the May My Monthly Cigars box. And yeah. I know that Rob has purchased the May My Monthly Cigars box. Oh, good deal. So, yep. you know, so Rob is going to be along on the journey with us here. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to ask what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? You know, I I want to point out that my Bovida seal of freshness is intact. Mine was as well. I have popped the seal though, so I'm ready to ready to find out what's in the box. Okay. All right. So we have opened. Now, now, Rob, have you already jumped ahead and seen what's in the box? I have, and okay. I've already smoked a couple of them. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's going <laughs> to dictate what we smoke today, say, then. So we're going to have to figure that. Well, out. but I do have three of them right here to figure, to pick whichever one you guys want to smoke. That's awesome. All right. Now I'm going to point out that they gave us a lovely amount of uh, confetti. So thank you for that, my monthly cigars. <laughs> I don't know if the confetti <laughs> is part of the. You uh, know what? Everybody likes a different experience. thing that's in the box. Okay. I happen to like the confetti. So we got a couple of uh, got a couple of cards there. We do have another my monthly cigar sticker. Although this one. A little fancier Ooh, than the previous up. ones. Oh, this I'm one's glad you got showed a little, me that. Little, you know, it's got a little bit more of a of a sheen, and it's it's, it's, it's the, like a month my my monthly cigar sticker that knows somebody. Exactly. Yeah. This is not the same my monthly cigar no. sticker that we've been dealing with here. So. Very cool. They took it up a notch. And then we have the information card. The uh, oh, oh my god, the little Nick. information card. I was right. There are five cigars in this box. <laughs> we got a bonus stick. There. There is a bonus stick. There is a bonus stick. The unbanded. Say the unbanded secret bonus stick. And it is not even on the card. No, it is not on the card. So wow. the deal with that is that is the bonus in this month's box. Wow. You know how in previous months we've gotten the coffee and the chocolates and things like that. Exactly. This month it's a fifth stick, but it's unbanded, and we have to try and figure out what it is. That twin engine coffee, by the way, was really good. It is good. I'm a, I'm a coffee drinker. I don't know about so. you, Rob, but Nick yeah. Nick hates the stuff. I, I uh, hate this stuff. I, it's not. I pull, I, I'm an iced tea guy. I made I him really a one. cup of it because, of course, we had to try it on the show. And his was one part uh, coffee, three parts milk, and two parts sugar. So there were six parts. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Jeff with the common core math there. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I've been trying to help my daughter through school, and it is. I'm lost. Oh, God. Yes. Your daughter's screwed. That's, it's that's a whole crazy. thing years of fifth grade she's ever had isn't it? <laughs> yes <laughs> amen all right jeff so let's go through the cigars in the box here okay all right so you want me to start out yeah why don't you start 
the Cohiba Red Dot. There is a Cohiba Red Dot. It is a Robusto 5x49 with a Cameroon wrapper, an Indonesian binder, and Dominican filler. And that guy has an MSRP of $20.49 right there. Just so, out of the gate. So right out of the gate, this MSRP guarantee on this box is going to be strained and tested because, yes. let me tell you, you know, this is a $30 box, and just right there, this cigar is already, well, you know, $20. And, uh, cigar Aficionado uh, has given it a 91 and a 92-point rating at some point over I, the years. I wonder why they decided to give it an extra point. Maybe one year got a 91, one year got a 92. I don't know. Or maybe one year they took away a point. Or, well, it looks like know. it went from 91 to 92, <laughs> so apparently it went up a notch. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Next so, yeah. up, we have the E.P. Carrillo. E.P. Carrillo. Dark Rituals. Dark, dark Rituals. It's a 6x52 Toro. It's a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper, a Sumatra binder, and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. And that's an $11 cigar. So right there, right there. Right just there. With two you, cigars. You're over the top. With two cigars. Air high five. We yes. are already a buck fifty over the MSRP. And that's a medium to full cigar. Box. Exactly. Now, next up. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you guys. Um, I never know how to say this. Is it Romeo and Juliet? Romeo y Julieta? Reserva Real? I don't Romeo. know. How do you say it? It's Romeo y Julieta. Yeah. Romeo y Julieta. Yeah. So it's not a Romeo and Juliet. No. But doesn't it mean Romeo and Juliet? I mean... So if I say Romeo and Juliet, am I just showing my, you know, Southern Illinois redneckness? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. America. It's a Reserva Reel. It is a Reserva Reel. It's a 6x52 Toro... Or 6x54 Toro. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. 6x54 Toro with an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, a Dominican binder, and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Also a 91-point uh, rated cigar aficionado cigar in the medium to, uh, or I'm sorry, mild to medium strength. Next up's the Diesel Unholy Cocktail. And that is a Bellicoso Torpedo 5x56 with a Pennsylvania Broadleaf wrapper, a Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. Now, Interesting. That okay. is a full-strength cigar. So that we, one looks a little dangerous so to me. So we've had five cigars in the box. Rob, you said that you've already cracked open the box and had a couple. Yeah. What are we going to be smoking today, then? It's, well, it's Broccoli the Rob's choice. Well, I smoked the Unholy, and I smoked the uh, the little extra. Okay. So the other three, I'm good with either, any of the other three. Okay, so that leaves us the Cohiba, the Romeo and Julieta. And the E.P. Carrillo. Do you want to start off mild to strong this time? Because last time I went the opposite way and you were so brutally upset. Just painfully upset. You, you want to start wanna, off with the Romeo? No, no you want to know what I, I don't want to start off with the Romeo. Okay. Because I've had the Romeo before. And, and, and it's, for a Connecticut cigar, that is, that, that's one of those ones that I don't think, every once in a while, it's good. It just kind of brings you back. You okay. But, but I want to do something a little different today. I want to go with the E.P. Carrillo. Okay, then. I, I, think, I think we're going to make that happen. I want to go ahead with the E.P. Carrillo. You got it. You good with that, Rob? That sounds good to me. Good deal. All right. Boy, I'm real curious about this little I haven't unbanded. even opened my bag yet. This little unbanded guy has got my curiosity up. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to do with that little guy because we kind of have boxed ourselves in with four episodes this month. We have. Of, um, this may be a Tuesday or a bonus episode. I would say we might put together a bonus episode because this is a short little guy. Just so it'd be, short, a, it'd be it, yeah, yeah, it's a short little stick. You know, maybe we, we just put together a little bonus episode and smoke up that. Uh, 
I see on our Skype call, Rob is uh, currently smelling and looking over his cigar. I'm going to get mine out of the uh, cellophane here. E.P. Korea Dark Rituals. Boy, we're we're starting starting heavy with the box, but that's yes, we are. Okay, I got mine out. And considering this is my first of the day, I'm starting pretty heavy for the day too. So. This is yeah. in in right. in full disclosure. It's my second, but I started with a brick house, so I went mild out of the gate. Boy, that smells like cigar. Had to grab an ashtray. Now this sucker is a uh, it's a medium to full. Uh, is that what it says? Yeah, I would and have that, gathered it was just a straight up full, but that's just boy me. that that uh, Maduro wrapper is nice. Well, it's a pretty cigar. Dark it is indeed. So. Okay, I'm doing the uh, the cold draw here. Okay, I'm going into cold draw territory here. Mm, that's got a good cold draw. Now, you did a uh, V-cut on yours. I actually used my perfect cut from uh, Riverman Cigar Company. That we'll be mentioning here in a moment when we do the uh, cut sponsor. As you're already cutting it, though. Yes, I am. You, I'm ready. You're jumping the gun. So, so, yeah, so the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Now, Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company right now, he's he's awaiting word to see what's going to happen in terms of his ability to open up to customers and everything. Right now, he is still doing the curbside, the to-go, and the mail order and everything. But the uh, state of Missouri did open officially on May 4th, and he, but he's you know in St. Louis County, and they kind of have a little different rules and everything, so... Um, for right now, he's just kind of operating as he was, but he's hoping that here soon he should be able to open up and, uh, kind of loosen that a little bit. You and I should take a day here sometime in the next while and sit down and actually talk to him about this. I agree. I think that would be a good idea. We'll make our way over there. Okay. Let's make that happen. But, uh, but Dan over at Riverman, you know, he's got something for every budget, $3 to $100. I mean, customer service wise, you can't beat him. You know, I mean, if you if you live in an area where you don't have a brick and mortar store, or maybe you have a brick and mortar store that is only doing um, or is just shut down, they're not doing any curbside or anything like that. Dan's a great option for you to be able to support a brick and mortar store, and at the same time get your sticks and and get them quickly. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he'll take good care of you, and he's just a good guy. He he's is. just, I mean, I just like him. Yep. So and need, I don't like many people. We need to support, we need to support <laughs> brick and mortar stores. We need to support the small businesses right now because they, they've definitely suffered. So with that, definitely give Dan yeah. over at Riverman Cigar Company a call. Now, Bra- Rob, you were telling me that um, the lounge You never is flicked a- your cutter, did you? Well, I was. I was. Oh, yeah. Did you ever I, do I that? guess I can. You finish, never actually did I can the cut. Finish the rest of the cut. If you're so. gonna do the Riverman Cigar Company ad, by God, do it right. Okay. Well, I was gonna have some some conversation with Rob, but I guess well, that's we what can... Rob's here for. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Um. Anyway, how about we go ahead and <laughs> cut the cigar? Rob and I already cut our cigars. We cut. <laughs> I'm not happy with the way that <laughs> sounded, but you know. Yeah. Look at. Oh, look at his cutter. There you go. That's a nice cutter. Yeah, it's a Calibre is that the is that the same one? Yeah, those are nice cutters, and those are not those are not expensive. I'll tell you right now, my Calibri SV should be showing up at the house today. I want to get one of those. Yeah, I um, cigar cutters and lighters have become his catcher in the rye. Hmm. <laughs> 
Anyway, <laughs> no, the problem is... Nick I just tried to let me on fire for the record. I lost my exo cutter. I ended up finding my exo cutter. He hid it from himself. Look at that. Um, there it is. Yeah, I, I found mine. And so... But I found it literally the day after I ordered a Calibri SV to replace oh, it. Man. So, yeah. eh, can't have too many cutters. No, I guess not. So, <laughs> all right. So I guess we're we're cold drawing this thing as Jeff's over there just filleting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the cold draw. Yeah, you're filleting that cigar. I look over and you're just like deep throating it. You're like you're like past the band on it. <laughs> you're like. Oh, Carrillo. The problem is <laughs> I'm past the band on it, but I'm coming in the other way. So figure that out. I'm getting down to the final third. Exactly. Know, right? um, oh, there's mm. definitely chocolate. Yeah. To element. Yeah, I'm this. getting that. Are yeah. you getting that, Rob? Very much so. Yeah. That's the predominant flavor I'm getting. There's an immediate chocolate flavor to this guy. Mm, okay. Cold retro, guys. Let's do this. Oh, God. The patented Gator Cold Retro. Hey, I got chocolate. That's great. Yeah, you can you can actually. There is chocolate. You tasted it, didn't There's you? Chocolate. Oh yes. Damn it, Rob. Did you taste it on the cold retro as well? I didn't get any more. I, I got it pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say. Way. I just got the same. But you got as it in before, your in your but... nasal passages in addition to the taste well, buds. Put, yeah, anyway, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and light this guy up. So I wanna I wanna get this guy lit and see what's. What's going on here? So, I have somewhere upwards of uh, 18 lighters sitting in front of me, and not a one of them's got butane in it. Oh, right, here we go. I found That's one. unusual. Normally, you don't have much of anything sitting in front of you, and then I have to loan look at, you look at all. all this. But that's true. Lighters for days. I mean, cheap lighters. Well, but still lighters for days. Just to catch everybody up, we met Rob when we did the... Uh, Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival trip to Indianapolis. It was our last one Earlier, before COVID. Uh, yeah, it was definitely. It, it was right before the COVID or the uh, the break in the tour because of COVID. And um, so we hung out with Rob at Smoker's Choice in Brownsburg, Indiana for a while before we all kind of made our way over to, uh, to Sticks for a party that night. And so yep. anyway... So, so we met Rob then, and since then, you've been busy with a project. What the hell did you do to me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, we've got our headsets backwards. I turned mine down. I was going to cough, and I took you off Why the Why do air. you have... Did you put us in backwards? Yeah, see, look. Board? Yeah, this is supposed to be me. That's you. <laughs> yeah, we're backwards. Oh. I didn't I didn't hook up the board. That was all you, brother. Well, I was also heavily distracted, you know, with everything. <laughs> exactly. Earlier, so. Yes. All that's right. Okay. Well, okay. but I, I was going to go off and turn mine down. That <laughs> didn't work at all. I just completely took you off the air. My bad. Sorry, okay. Rob. This is hey, you get to see how the sausage is made here. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, <laughs> now I don't even remember what I was asking. So, um, we met him. Yeah, we met in Indiana. So. So you've been busy on a so since then you've been busy on a project. So why don't yeah. you kind of get into this into what you've been up to? Sure. Yeah. Actually, um, I've I've been dying to to get more involved with cigars for last year or two. I I've been smoking cigars since I was in my early twenties playing golf and um, after I you know been smoking for so many years not and just off and on I I've really picked up um, smoking the last three or four years and um, 
gotten into the hobby quite a bit. And so I decided I'd start reviewing cigars. And uh, here recently, I built a website and uh, there's, uh, you know, on my Instagram account, I take pictures, but then I also have a link in the Instagram profile that goes to the cigars that I've reviewed. And you can click on that cigar and it takes you to a page that shows the actual scoring sheet. Um, the basic scoring sheet you would normally see to score out of 100. And, and then also a little bit of a review there, plus links to the manufacturer's website so you can get more information and purchase the cigars as well. And that's been a lot of fun to connect with um, different manufacturers, connect with guys like you guys and uh, Rob is down at the uh, Cigar Podcast too, or the Cigar Talk Podcast. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun to connect with people and and really you know dig deep deeper into the industry, just you know getting to know people. Definitely, definitely. That's been the most fun. So um, you you've you've turned me on to a, a brand of cigars that I went ahead and I just ordered their sampler last night, and yeah. I I. Uh, I obviously haven't had them yet because, I mean, they, I just ordered them last night. But I'm looking forward to them. Drunk Chicken? Yeah. Yeah. The um, It's a funny name, but the, um, I really fell in love with especially three of their cigars that they've got their Habanos. I've really been leaning towards a lot of the stronger Habanos here re- recently. And a couple of them that they have um, are right up my alley. I absolutely loved them. So, yeah, I've been, I reached out to them and um, reviewed their cigars and – you know, the rest of it, it's just been, you know, fun connecting with them and getting more people to understand who the brand is and, and what they're making. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And they're out of what? Uh, New York? As yeah, well? they're out of New York. Yep. Yep. Okay. They're actually um, not far from Martina, as I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. I ordered the sampler and I used your little code. So, uh, you know, for anybody else who's looking to, to use the code, it's what what is it? TF... It's um, FT, FT, FT cigars. Yeah, F- yeah, yeah, FT cigars twenty twenty. Okay, and that'll get you an extra ten percent off. So yeah, you go on over to Drunk Chicken and and DrunkChickenCigars dot com. Drunk Chicken Cigar, oh. and they're actually running a special right now on that sampler. I think that sampler is normally like fifty one bucks, but they're running a sale on it for like forty five, or at least yeah. they were last night. So then by the time I put in that that code and save ten percent. And then they added on the shipping and everything. I think it was like forty-eight bucks for me to get five cigars, you know, sent to my house. So, so I don't mind that at all. I mean, that's you know less than ten bucks a stick. So now, where yeah. where are those guys out of New York? We covered that already. Did we? Okay, I should listen. <laughs> so it's not just made up on the show, is it? You know, you know the beauty of it is. No, Rob it's actually, not just made up on no. the show, man. It really is the reality. You hung out with us, you yeah, know. You know. I know. At one point, I wandered off in the cigar lounge and went to sleep for a while. It's true. Yeah, that actually. It was happened. really awkward though when he took his shirt off and lay down. That was just really awkward. Well, I get sweaty. The shirt, yes, is awkward. Where it gets really uncomfortable is how he just kind of like twists his nipples a little oh. bit. Yeah. yeah. That, hey, I soothed yeah. myself to sleep. You got it. Oh, like a little baby. You better not be twisting nipples exactly, on a baby. Exactly, yeah. That's a whole, That's a whole other thing. <laughs> Man, Rob. <laughs> what kind, of, what kind of mission trips are you going on? <laughs> Your own baby. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, so I, I mentioned that. Um, one thing that I was fascinated by, and I hope you don't mind talking about it here today, is that Rob has actually been on some mission trips and is very involved with his with his church. Tell us a little bit about that, if you don't mind. 
Well, I used to be, and not not as much anymore. But you know, I spent some time down in Ecuador geez, Jeff. Um, with with some friends. Oh, what's that? I said, "Geez, Jeff." <laughs> hey, I was fascinated by it. I, I'm, no. you know. No, actually, that's what's been it's been kind of fascinating because you know I've connected with a lot of people down in Ecuador and still friends with them, and yeah, I've been real interested in seeing a lot of cigars you know with uh, tobacco out of Ecuador here recently, and um, so I'm kind of really curious to learn more about the Ecuadorian tobacco fields and find out where they're being grown and who's growing them there. Um, that's that's been pretty interesting to me, just knowing the region. But yeah, I. That, that's been several years ago, but it was you know it was a lot of fun to go down there and meet the people and just just a beautiful country and beautiful people. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, one thing that we didn't do after we lit up is we didn't give our initial thoughts on the cigar. So let's jump in. Oh, that's true. We what are you What are you guys getting? Well, I'll let Rob go. You want to? Yeah, we'll I'm let sorry. you start, Rob. We'll, we'll let We'll let you go. I mean, I, I'm getting a lot of earth. Getting. I was gonna say it's kind of an earthy, kind of an earthy cigar. Yeah, it's a little bit of dark. I'm mean, still got a little bit of that dark chocolate, not a yep. lot, but just yep. enough where you know it was chocolatey. Yeah, yeah, like that cacao and, kind of flavor. Yeah, yeah, and almost like a like a deep leather. Oh, um, I see that. Now that you say no, that, I see not, that. I'm not getting a whole lot of pepper or anything until you get to the very, very end of the end of your puff and kind of <laughs> like a lingering, almost like a finish. Yeah, but not not a lot yet. But I can feel it's going to build up a little bit. I almost and. I don't know. Maybe I'm here. Somebody do a retro hail. I'm going to do a retro hail. I okay. feel like there's coffee on the retro hail. Yeah, there is. There's coffee on the retro hail. You're right. How did you do a retro yeah, hail? Not, not it's you're not right. A, not an espresso. More of a like a just a a rich coffee. Yeah, just yeah. a rich coffee. How did you do a retro hail without hacking up a lung? I'm good. No, normally not. Well, I, but I obviously did it because I got the flavor note. And you, you all did. and you all yeah. agreed. So, and I'm I'm in control of the board right now, so I didn't even have to turn you down. I do have? I will say I do have, and I can hear. I don't know how well Rob can see that. Oh, wow! Got this one little spot. You notice it's just like a little, like a little air pocket okay. or something you know that's kind of developed. You know what? I had the I same thing. Years. It might be just your sticks because mine has got almost a perfect razor. Yeah, yeah. Je- Je- Jeff's got almost the same thing going there. Yeah, but like mine, there's actually a little hollowed out little spot. But and I, I I'm just kind of doctored mine, and it's it's catching up with itself. Well, I'm I'm not gonna like screw with it too much. I'm hoping that the burn just kind of eventually catches up to itself and correct course corrects yeah. on its own. So sure, we'll, we'll, it's not we'll it's not bad. Progress. It's just not bad, but it's it's there. So. But you're right. It's got uh, it's leathery. It's earthy. It's got the it's got a pepper finish, and like you said on the retro hail, I'm getting I am I'm getting coffee. Getting coffee in the it's retro. It's almost like a mocha mocha coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where the chocolate's coming in. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's a stick. very it's a complex stick. It is. And I like E.P. Carrillo, and and this is but this is not one I've ever had before, which is nice because the dark I mean, rituals. Like I said, uh, like. I smoke a lot of the E.P. Carrillo, um, the Dusk, you know? Okay. I don't know if you've ever had that at all, but it's... I'm not. I've not had a lot of E.P. Carrillo over it's here. Also, it's also a Maduro um, cigar. I mean, it's it's black as midnight, man. You look at it, it's it's a dark-looking cigar. But um, I get it, and I get the I get the uh, Solidose size, which is like a 6x60. And, man, it's a, it's a quality, quality stick. And then... Um, What's the other one from E.P. Carrillo that uh, the Encore? That's the one that won the uh, 
uh, cigar aficionado, uh, cigar yeah, of the have, year. Yeah, yeah, that that's a quality stick too. So, I think I like this one a little bit better though. I like the flavor notes. I was gonna say this is a good cigar. It's got good flavors, and you're right. It's it's I like it a little bit better. Well, first of all, I like it because it's around. The encore is a box pressed, and you know me and my box press. But uh, yes, you know, but. But this is a good cigar. This has got a little. It's complex, but not like just bashing you overhead with it, it, with all the complexity. But it does. And it does have a lot going on. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I like it. Now, Rob, you were going to come our way um, earlier this year, and uh, well, the COVID kind of slowed that down, and <laughs> it's because your daughter's in uh, show choir, correct? Yeah, she's in show choir. So yep. talk, let, let's talk a little bit about show choir. So your daughter and her team are pretty good from what they, I from They what were I really good. They, it, they um, actually um, were invited to come to Nationals, which is out in Branson. So I was going to make a trip out, out a couple days early and see you guys. And and then they were going to compete in Branson. But and then now you could have gone coming. to the Yakov Smirnoff Theater and mm-hmm. learned about, you know. You and, could left your Yakov. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, gone there and could have gone by Lambert's and had the f- throne rolls and everything. I mean, you, you could have had the whole Branson experience, right? Although Lambert's isn't in Branson, it's if, just on the way. If you go right. to Branson, though, you've got to go. There's this little five and dime, and it's down by Branson Landing. And it is just, it is a store full of any kind of crap that you'd ever, like, think, oh, I'd like to have that, but I never knew where to get it. That's where you're going to find it. There's a lot of those in Missouri because if yeah. you go to, down to the Lake of the Ozarks, you'll inevitably pass Ozark Land, which is a gigantic store full of all kinds of crap. Is that the one need. in Uranus? That's the one that you and I stopped at on the way back from Kansas City that time. It is. Is that in Uranus? Is that in Uranus? I don't know. Yeah. There's one of the stores that's in Uranus. <laughs> I am assuming you mean Uranus, Missouri. And remember the newspaper, the short-lived newspaper there? It was called the Uranus Examiner. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Nobody thought it was That's funny. Great. I did, but I thought it was really no funny. one there did. Yeah, there were a lot of townspeople that took great offense to that newspaper name. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So. You got to call it that. Right? Well, dude, if you're living in Uranus and you're, I mean, maybe the probe, you know, but yeah, you got you to gotta have fun with it. I've had various things living in your anus from time to time. Not my anus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, your anus in Missouri. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, you might have, like, a collection of gerbils and, you know, canaries the, and various things, but not me, man. You know, the beauty of your anus is it's, it's situated right in between Kansas City and St. Louis. Kind of the cheeks of the state, as it were. Oh, dear, God. <laughs> dear God, this is what we've resorted to. This right here. Oh my God, it's right in the crack of the state. Oh my God, this is this is what we've resorted to. So. <laughs> and we just talked about the cigar, so I can't be like, so what do you think of the cigar? <laughs> you know? I just left you hanging. Oh. I was showing off my radishes to uh, Broccoli Rob earlier. Mm-hmm. Yep. the uh, The garden is coming in nicely. I'm sure Broccoli Rob, you know, was just thrilled with your garden. Exactly. Well, I mean, his name's Broccoli Rob, for the love of God. Well, yeah, come on. Because, no. Because you've called him that. I, I nicknamed him that. I'm good with nicknames. Yeah. That's where we got Gator. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people have been agreeing with me that we need to just start calling you Happy Frog after your little naked gardening pick. 
I'm, there you I'm go. fine. Yeah. Why don't we could we could you know name you know a certain region of me the happy frog. I don't want to name any region or of the you, toad. Anything specific. I think it'd be the tadpole, wouldn't it? I was there thinking I was thinking the toad, but you know it, <laughs> it depends how cold it is out. The tadpole. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. My favorite my favorite line in there is from Elaine on Seinfeld, which she goes, It shrinks? How do you guys walk around with those things? <laughs> oh my god. So that burn line is starting to correct itself. I, Good. I, I, just, I was really genuinely concerned for you. It's <laughs> one of those things where if you just smoke it a little slower, it just it, it corrects. I, know, I've so. noticed that about me. I am smoking cigars. At you almost like, twice the rate you are. Yes, you have been just like smoking like a chimney I have, here lately. Look at look at that ash, Rob. Look at that. We're on a Skype call with Rob here, so he can actually yeah, see mean, what we got. Look at it. Look at that. Nice. Ah, see. Yeah. You good times. Ha- you guys haven't ashed yet. I I did ash. You know. But <laughs> I'm waiting for it to fall, but it's it's holding on pretty solid. It is holding on pretty solid. I'm living on the edge here. Mine's mine's got a little curvature to it. It's dressing to the right. Gar. Dressing to the right. <laughs> oh my! Uh, so. so, Rob, how are things in Indiana, brother? Uh, pretty good. Better than over there. It seems like we're we're <laughs> starting to sure. reopen. We're starting to reopen a few things slowly. Um, Illinois, but... Illinois, they've got a five tier plan that is set to actually have things open up somewhere around twenty thirty. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we've we've got a ten year plan here. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think our they have our five. It's actually a five tier plan, but they've actually said they're going to try to get everything opened up by July fourth. But who knows what that's going to be like? I mean, wow. every day is different. We're we're to the point that we don't. Uh, you know, the the homecoming here. I, I'm just sitting right now in Waterloo, Illinois, and the homecoming here is actually canceled for late August. And they've actually been talking about canceling the uh, state fair, which would be. Late July, August, and then uh, the Ducoin State Fair, which is in the southern Illinois, you know, portion of the state, and they're talking about it being canceled. And it's it runs the last week of August through Labor Day, so we basically we're we're actually flirting around with not even reopening the schools, you know, at the, wow. in August. So I mean, it's it's we're having a rough time over here. Yeah, sounds like it. Which is why I'm so incredibly glad that all of the cigar events that we're talking about going to later this year mm-hmm. are all located in, like, Missouri and Kentucky and, like, away from Illinois. Yeah. Because if there was something in Illinois that I was dying to go to this year, yeah, I, I'd be screwed. Yeah. But, Illinois is essentially shut down, you know, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Which is a shame. Because wow. there are going to be very few businesses left. Like, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I applied for and got the PPP loan at the paper. And you were able to apply for 10 weeks worth of payroll, essentially, is what how it works out. But you have to use it over the course of eight weeks. And never mention the fact that we're short-staffed right now because there's nothing to go cover. You know, there's nothing going on. So I basically am going to be forced to either give the money back or hire on my people and have them just sit and stare at each other. It, it yeah. is the weird... And, and at least in Illinois, and I think this or is worldwide or countrywide. Those upcoming weeks, but then have to repay it because you know that's yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to keep it because I'm not going to be able to use yeah. the 75 percent of it for payroll. And the the other problem you run into is, do I want to bring those employees back right now because they're making more sitting at home on unemployment than I'm going to be able to pay them because of the extra 600 plus the unemployment benefits? So. 
you know, I'm I'm not sure that the people would even want to come back. They're guaranteed that money through July. Yeah. So it we have created a really really perfect storm um of just just horrible things for small businesses. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. I know a lot of the businesses over here have you know, the ones that are really working hard at doing curbside and delivery and all that. I think it's going to become a new uh, stream of income for them when everything opens back up. Um, but I think the ones that haven't really adapted to that are going to really struggle trying to reopen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, you said your lounge was able to reopen, though, right? Yeah, they lo- they opened up this week. Um, oh, that's this awesome. Week, that's this awesome. Week was, uh, we, this, I think this week was the stage two where um, you could have gatherings up to 25 people, still social distancing. And, Shit, they don't um, allow that in Illinois till stage four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is sometime in uh, 2046. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, the Your lounge the, that's close. <laughs> yeah, the lounge that's close by me. It's it's a it's a small lounge. It probably what lounge is that? People. It's a uh, Maduro on Main over in Fortville. It's okay. about in 15 minutes from my house. Yeah. Give, um, give them a plug. That's what I'm saying. It's like give sure, them, sure give thing. a plug. So. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a good little shop over there, and um, Larry Harnish, which is the the owner, um, he got to open it back up. He actually was one of them that was doing curbside and delivery for people and just doing what he can to keep people into cigars, and um, I know it was a big struggle, but I'm glad to see he was able to open up, and hopefully people are in there um, keeping him busy. I know That's I'm going to awesome. try to get tomorrow if possible. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because guys like that, you got you know, guys like, you know, you said Larry, correct? Yeah. Um, Larry and and Dan over at Riverman and, you know, these, these, these shop owners that are doing everything they can to hang on, you know, these are the guys that we all need to be supporting and promoting and everything like that. So, no, it's, it's good to hear yeah. that he was able to figure out uh, what he needed to do to get through. And then now that his lounge has been able to reopen and everything, I mean, that's, that's just all the better for him. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, I know that that's something that, like to Jeff's point earlier about how we need to get over and talk to Dan, I want to talk to Dan about what the future of a cigar lounge looks like because, you know, everyone talks about the new normal. And while I don't think that things are going to be, you know, completely the same as they were, I do think, you know, a lot of things are going to go back. But uh, if you're having a social distance for a while, you know, does that mean that the, the lounge space is more limited? Maybe, you know, first come, first serve or reserved or something like that. Um, you know, one one good point to touch on is um, if and when sports come back, you know, you're going to have a lot of guys that are going to want to sit in the lounges and watch sports. Yeah. Because um, you may not be able to actually go watch the sport. Yeah. And so it becomes a question of, well, how many guys can you cram into the lounge in order to watch the, watch the game? You know, that kind of thing. And... Um, you know, something else, community cutters and lighters. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a simple little thing like that. Yep. But is a lounge going to be able to offer a community cutter since theoretically we're all going to be touching, using, you know, are there germs on it? You know, that kind of thing. I think you're going to probably see the end of the community cutter and lighter. In the, in I, the I think the lounge. only way you're going to see that is if they're cutting it for you. But, you know, yeah. they take it out of yeah. the cellophane, they cut it, you haven't slobbed on it because yeah. you know i've seen guys do that oh, i've seen guys put we, the cigar in their mouth and then go over to the cutter and cut it and it's mm-hmm. like oh okay mm-hmm. yeah 
And I'm normally the animal in the lounge, but that one bothers me. Uh, it's filthy to see that, and I hate that. So yeah. So yeah. So I I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to know what the new normal is for lounges when this is all said. Well, and and even beyond that, what's the new normal for everything? Because I think you know I've heard speculation that you're not going to see a buffet anymore. That they may be a thing of the past because of this. So there could oh, be a lot of changes. I don't know. There's a lot of really fat people in southern Illinois and Missouri and whatnot that are going to be looking for their buffets, man. A back alley buffet? Yeah. We're going to have bootleg buffets popping up, you know. <laughs> you go up to the door, tell it'll them the be, code word. It'll be a, co- a line of cars, and they'll all pop their trunks, and each car is going to have, like, a different warmer with some other kind of, like, thing in it, and you just go trunk to trunk just filling your plate well, up. Well, I, you know, I grew up Baptist, and, I mean, we just, mom kept a casserole in the trunk of the LTD. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case an all-day singing broke out. Oh, my God. So, I, trust me, I get that. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you saw it or not, Jeff, but there was a news article that showed that one of the grocery stores in St. Louis, a lot of the grocery, I don't know if it's the case in Indiana or where some of the other listeners are at, but but um, some of the grocery stores here in St. Louis, the like deli section, they'll have a, a salad bar, you know, and you can go through yep. with a box and make your own salad and everything like that. Well, yep. this grocery store in St. Louis, they, they obviously closed the salad bar for, you know, COVID reasons. But what they've done is because all those those bays where they would put the, the pans of vegetables for the salad bar, because they're all cooled and everything, what they've done is they filled all those little bays with mini bottles of liquor. And so it's become a buffet of liquor. And you just no. go through and you just pick out what liquor bottles you want and everything. And it's just mounds of mini bottles of booze and all these things. <laughs> and so I saw the – I think Riverfront Times had the article and they were talking about, of course, a St. Louis grocery store uh, turned their salad bar into a buffet of booze. <laughs> like, you know, like, you I know love that, it. that brings me to a point that I was going to talk to Broccoli Rob about. So when Nick and I were in Indiana – Casually drops the broccoli rub. The broccoli rub. So <laughs> as, when we were leaving Indiana, Nick decided that he wanted some Yalings. Is that the name of Yingling. it? Yingling. Yingling. Okay. Because yeah. you guys are the state that's farthest to the west that you can get it. Right. right. So, like, I can't get it here in Illinois. And so we're leaving Indiana. It was Sunday. And we drove 600 miles out of the way trying to find a store that would I sell us. I forgot about it until we were south of the city. We're like southwest of the city. And so I'm like, oh, I need to find a grocery store. And so I don't know why. I just Googled one real quick and we found, and we, we did. We went really far out of our way to get to this grocery store. Nearly made it to Lake Michigan. Not quite. <laughs> and um, seemed like it. Pulled the cases of booze, went up to the register, and the nice lady told me, I can't sell you that until noon. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you're lucky it was this year. Last year, I think it was about a year ago, we couldn't even buy it on Sundays. Oh. They just opened up that law. I mean, we're we're pretty far behind the, the whole country on this one. Wow. See, I remember, in, well, actually, I remember Missouri having the blue laws back in the day. Do you remember that? Are you old enough for that, Nick? The blue laws. Missouri had blue laws, and it was regarding liquor purchases and things like that on Sunday. Illinois, um, Saturday night, Moto Mart in Pinckneyville, Illinois, when I was growing up, they would bring out these long wooden sticks, and they'd run them through the liquor case, the 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 cooler case, you know, for the liquor, and then they'd put a lock on them. And you could not buy alcohol from midnight on Saturday till I don't know when. If it was Monday morning, I don't know when they opened them back up. But that was when I was a kid, 
And, of course, I wouldn't buy an alcohol back then. I was like 12 and 13, but I always thought that was odd that they locked those off at a certain time. Huh. Yeah, we had that here, too, at some point. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, so I was able to I, – I ended up finding my beer at um, a uh, grocery store in Terre Haute. It was like the farthest we – you know, we made it to Terre Haute maybe like 1230 or something like that. So we, we made it just about half an hour after the after the time. And he and walked up and said, please sell this to me. I was like, me. can I buy this? And they're like, <laughs> they're like yeah, you, you made it by half an hour. I'm like, oh, thank God. So, <laughs> yep. The one the one thing I did get when we were in Indi- Indiana, and you can buy them in Illinois, but I just like to buy them over there. I think we went to the Hy-Vee, but it's the uh, the dried cherries, and it seems like that those chains of grocery stores seem to carry a lot no, more stuff where from did up you in. Buy that? Was it not Hy-Vee? No. What it was, was it? It was where we were at for my beer. Oh no! Uh, what did what? you say? It was Meyer. Myers. Yeah, yes, it, it was Myers. Myers. My bad. Myers. Yes, it was Myers. And they had these, and I mean, they're so good. They had this, like, mix of three different right. dried cherries. you kept oh. calling it Meijer. Meijer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, like, like Voyager I need and to go Meijer. to Meijer. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have those over there? No. No, we, oh, okay. we don't have those. And, and yeah, that's a, that's a really nerdy Star Trek The Motion Picture reference right, right i pulled there. that out yeah you know the wor- arguably one of the worst of the star trek movie i mean star, oh, star hey. trek star trek 5 is really bad but yes, let me is. tell you star trek 1 is really bad too yeah. and um you know but yeah so they're going after the voyager probe what's the but, one where the spot programming was crying. is damaged and so that it became v'ger instead of voyager so, yeah yep. so yep. like, yeah so. what was the one where spot cried or not spock i'm sorry where data cried that that one sucked too that was one of the next gen ah uh, the next gen ones are pretty he had know. his emotion chip put in it's a whole thing god we're nerds <laughs> was that the last one with the Romulans? It might have been, yeah. It was I, I watched that one one time in the theater, and I never watched it again. Because Data dies. I don't even really remember what happened. Yeah, Data dies, but then his uh, his brother, they've turned him on, and I guess he downloaded all his memories into him, so he actually, Data is still alive, but he's actually not Data. It's so he's in thing. lore? Yeah, he's, uh, was it lore? Is that, yeah. Lore's his brother. Lore's the brother. <laughs> There were actually there was Nerding actually out. I thought a third one they found too. Nerding out. No, it's not oh. lore. Lore was the bad one. There's a third. They found a third prototype. And oh, they, I didn't know there was yeah, a third one. There was a third one. Um, I haven't well, watched. CBS, I haven't watched. CBS Picard. got that show um, Picard on right now. Yeah, I was too. just about to say I haven't watched that one yet. I haven't either. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I saw a couple of the episodes, and and Data comes back in that, and it's pretty amazing how androids can age. Yes. <laughs> well, you know he's, he's a very programmed. Adv- he's a very advanced android. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna drive me nuts. I can't remember the name of the third uh, the third data. Yeah, you know I signed up for that CBS app so that I could watch the new Twilight Zone. Yeah. And um and I watched that and I guess the second season of that's coming at some point. Um, they put out some pictures the other day of some of the episodes from. You the said that season. one got all political, though, didn't you? Yeah, there were there were episodes of that that if you well, you didn't have to read into them too terribly hard to see the no. the political message involved in that show. Very um, much. You know, and that was a wasn't little, that the guy from Key and Peele doing those? Yeah, yeah, that was a little. It was Jordan Peele, um, wasn't it? And then his name. I think you're right. I think. I think. But um, I like. Right. He's did, funny. 
Did you watch the the new Twilight Zone? Uh, I I believe I watched the whole season, but I'm not 100 sure. I, I liked it. I liked the one with the guy on the plane. I yeah, thought, I thought yeah. that one was pretty good. Um, and um, was that the one where the uh, the little like oh uh, oh what is it the little demon or whatever's on the wing nah, trying to beat up the no 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 uh, that was the old one the original William, series. that was the original I, I with William Shatner <laughs> no this is the one where uh, Leslie Nope's husband or husband from Parks and Rec uh, Adam Scott I think is the yeah. actor's name he he was like on a plane and like he had like this audio tape or. Or something like that, or he like they they had like a book on tape or something, and he was like watching that or listening to that, and it yeah. was like a documentary all about the the disappearance of his plane, and Ooh. so like as as like he's listening to this, what's happening in the thing is happening, and and he's trying to like figure out like how he can stop the plane from disappearing, and it, I won't get into, I won't spoil it for people that want to watch it, but it was actually a pretty good. A pretty good Twilight Zone episode, but then there were like the other ones that, that there were some that were just like beating you over the head with the with the uh, uh, political agenda, and I thought that was a bit much. Did but, they ever find that Malaysian know. plane that disappeared? Boy, that's a good. I don't. You know what? I don't know if they ever did. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You know about? No, they had something else they wanted to cover that day, so they stopped talking about yeah, it. I was gonna say we talked about it for a real long time, and then it finally like just. Went off the went off the radar. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> too soon. Address your correspondence to Nick at cigarpulpit.com. Is it too soon though? Probably. I mean, in all fairness, that was what six years ago that was that it, plane. Oh, it can't have been that long. It was 2014. Was it really? I'm pretty sure it was 2014. It that seems that plane like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 2014 that plane disappeared, dude. So wow, I think it's been a while. Not not the timeliest of references on my part. No, no, I think at this point, it's how my brain works. Though. It's probably okay for me to make that joke. Speaking uh, of references, you mentioned Parks and Recreation. Did you watch their uh, COVID special? They did. No. Oh, it was it yet. was actually really funny. Not yet. Yeah, it was pretty funny. They were they were all social distancing on a Zoom call, and it was like they have this like Zoom tree set up where they all check in on each other. And, of course, none of them wanted to talk to what's-his-name, Larry, or... They, they called him Gary forever, and then they found out they were calling him by the wrong name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and nobody wanted to call him. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, uh, Ron Swanson's got Tammy tied up in the corner, because they're actually married. So they were in the same house, and they had her tied up and said she'd broke it in. It was a whole thing. It was pretty funny. Nice. Yeah, if you get a chance to watch that, look that up on the YouTubes. I'll tell you who looked good in that was... Uh, What's what's her name? She was the you girl. You cover this with me, all right? Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones looked incredible. She has aged so well, and she looked. I'm. I never thought she was that pretty, like back on The Office or Parks and Rec. But like, she looks like really? a completely different person now. Dude, that's Quincy Jones' daughter. She was always good looking. I'm just saying. I think she looks better now. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was like, I was looking at her. I'm like, she looks different, but it doesn't look like she's had work done. She's just aged really well. So yeah, if you get a chance, watch it. Yeah, yeah, curious guys. You guys are on that weight challenge. How much you guys lost? Oh, we need to cover you that. Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up. I've lost another two, so I'm at 21 pounds down. I'm now. so impressed nice. with you. So nice. I'm now in the realm where Nick over at my monthly is starting to donate two cigars for every pound that I lose. Rob, I'm down 12. You're down 12? I'm down 12. I, I, I'm, down, I, I'm down I even 13 right now. And actually, I are didn't you get really? 
college, but I'm down 13 myself. So that's good awesome, deal. dude. Yeah, good yep. deal. That's awesome. What have you been doing? Um, actually, it's funny. My my daughter and son-in-law um, started a diet, and um, you know, my daughter lost all, pretty much all the weight she was trying to lose. She'd like to lose a little bit more, but I started just and basically it's just a um, healthy foods and just moderation, and it, it's been great. I mean, so, it's, I've told you guys before I'm a diabetic, so it's actually helped my blood sugars tremendously, but that's also awesome. oh, yeah. weight start too. So it's been really nice. So were you already watching your carbs and everything beforehand, or have you started doing that, or are you not really caring, or how does that play? Uh, into I am. I am more. I am now. I uh, hadn't been before too much. Okay, because that's what uh, I've noticed has been really good for me is. I'm yeah. I'm not completely depriving myself because I did that a couple of years ago and let me tell you, you did I did that for like six months and then at the end of that six months I was just like, I ate every carb I could possibly see and hence now I'm back to where I'm at. So, um, yeah. you know it was one I mean I was doing pretty good there without yeah. you know but but yeah but so now I've just kind of like trimmed them back significantly but I won't avoid a sandwich for example like you know I won't I won't say. You know, I can't have a sandwich because it's on bread or, you know, whatever sure. else. So. It, one thing that, I, that I've done is uh, my daughter and I have started baking bread together with through the whole COVID thing and being home. And, and that hasn't helped him at all. Well, <laughs> but, it, but it's weird. Um, the bread that we're baking doesn't seem to be affecting me. I mean, it may be slowing my diet down because I'm only down 12 pounds. But, you know, I'm down 12 pounds, so I'm happy about that. But... Um, you know, like I made beer bread the other day and I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It's hard not to just sit and eat that whole loaf. Oh, it tastes good so good. Hmm. Yeah. I got the original recipe and, you know, being journalist, I got the original recipe from Virginia Marmaduke, which, uh, some people out there, if they're in the journalism realm, they may know about her. You can look her up on, uh, the, you know, oh, on the interwebs Internet. and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Virginia Marmaduke was from Southern Illinois, moved to Chicago, and became a really well-known columnist and reporter. And, you know, back in the day, I think maybe it was the Chicago Observer. I'm going to get the name of the paper wrong, but she was also at the Sun-Times, the Tribune, worked for Channel 9 for a while, um, you know, covered the uh, World's Fair for, for, you know, the station there and stuff. And she's a really well-known journalist from back in the day up in Chicago. And she moved back to Pinckneyville, and she was one of my inspirations getting into journalism when I first started out in my career. And I remember going to her house and talking to her and, you know, just, just trying to soak up as much knowledge as I could from her, you know, when I could go over and see her. And she would always hook you up with a loaf of beer bread. She just kept, she made it and kept them on her counter. And anybody that came over got a loaf of her newspaperman's beer bread. So that was my inspiration nice. for uh, firing that up. That's nice. I'll tell you, the, one of the other things for me is I um, I haven't been drinking near as much beer. I've been drinking more whiskey when I want to have a drink. So have a couple, you know, ounces of whiskey as opposed to two or three beers, and that seemed to help quite a bit too. <laughs> whiskey yeah. always helps. It helps everything. Exactly. I had somebody um, uh, tell me that if I wanted to drink and avoid carbs that I should do um, vodka but like get the, like the mio drops, you know, that you put the flavoring yeah. in your and you just hit the hit the vodka with the flavor drops and everything, and then it then it flavors the vodka to where it's it's a little more palatable to sit and just because you're basically yeah. drinking basically drinking straight vodka at that point, yeah. you know. But um, I don't know. I've never I've never been one to just sit and drink a liquor just completely straight. Yeah, that's know. not really your thing. No, 
And you tried it with the whiskey, you know, journey and all that. Yeah. But it just never, it never quite took. It, it, yeah. It's just a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I like mixing just a little bit too much. I think. So we're all <laughs> sitting here about halfway through our uh, stick, and again, we are smoking the EP Carrillo uh, Dark Rituals, and it is a medium to full cigar for sure. But man, this thing's complex. It's got a lot of flavor to it. I'll tell you what, I just started coughing a second ago, and the reason why is because I got a retro in the middle there. Yeah. There's a little bit more spice in the middle. You guys might want to try give that, that a shot. All right, we'll give this a try. Oh, yeah, it's peppery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <me laughs> yep. yep, the pepper has increased uh, exponentially from the uh, beginning of the stick. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you can tell on our mid, Skype call, but Nick point. is crying now. I'm not crying. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's watering. I'm watering. I'm not crying. I'm watering. Yeah, anyway. well, that's what we'll go with. Yeah, anyway, get yeah. something in your eye. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, this is a good cigar. Still has good flavors though, too. Yeah, it, it does. does. It has a really good flavor. I mean, it's it's still kind of got that earthiness to it. Yeah, um, sitting on eleven dollar MSRP. It is a good stick. Mm-hmm. You brought up leathery before. Yeah. 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 I can still t- taste that a little bit. The earth little is bit. a little bit more prominent. Yes, the earth is picked up. Very much so. It's putting off a lot of smoke, too. That's what I like about it. It is kicking off. Yeah, it's kicking off smoke, man. It's it's not it's not a weak cigar. So. And it's nice and calm here in southern Illinois. Rob apparently is broadcasting through a tornado there because it's been really – the wind's really been blowing. <laughs> is, the wind, is the wind hitting this mic pretty hard? It, off and on, but I'm Everyone's watching the trees right. and whatnot in the background of you here on your yeah. trellis, and, yeah, it's they're, all the stuff's moving around quite a bit. So, Yeah, yeah, we've, we've had uh, 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds all day today. So, Was it really windy here today or yesterday? Uh, I think it was – was it yesterday or the day before? It okay. was really yeah, windy. Yeah, there was yeah. one day here recently that it was really windy, so – it was the day we were we were gonna record and then didn't because it was so windy. We decided okay. to hold off. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I was supposed to be coming down. May is normally my month where I am in Indianap- uh, Indianapolis twice. Um, so I normally come out on. Well, it would have been this weekend. It would have been for Mother's Day weekend. I normally come out for the um, the IndyCar Grand Prix mm-hmm. um, that weekend. That race runs on Saturday. And that's where it's the um, like the street race, you know, uh, street course inside the track there. And then uh, I usually circle back two weeks later uh, with my uncle, and we meet up with my dad, and and we all end up at the Indy 500 um, every year. And uh, needless to say, that's not happening. Um, they moved the 500 to August. August, yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, man. What, that's gonna be a hot one. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, let's be real probably I'd say three out of every four years, it sucks really bad just in, in on Memorial day weekend. Cause I mean, yeah. y- have you ever been to a 500? Oh yeah. I've been to several. Okay. Okay. So you know exactly the deal. We park two and a half miles away from the track. That's not even the, the, the giant long walk from the gate at the street to get into the track to our seats, which we sit in the like center uh, bleachers right down the way from the starting line, just kind of down the way from the pagoda. Okay. So, I mean, we've got a massive yeah. long walk just to the seats and, um, you know, it's hot. You're, you're hauling your cooler and all your stuff and everything. 
and it's just it's just massive amounts of people. I mean, just incredible amounts of people. And so, yeah, the the temperatures in August are going to be abysmal um, yeah. to deal with that. But but here's my my concern. I've been thinking about this. What do you think the odds are that they're going to be able to run the Indy 500 with crowds even in August? I don't know because I mean, they're they're already talking about it. They're they're moving it back to that, but you. You just never know where we're going to be at that point. That's my point. You know, we keep talking about the idea of, of sports, be it baseball, football, whatever, taking place with no no crowds of people. And when I think about the sheer amount of humanity and how closely packed everybody is at that Indy 500 race, I mean, what do you the, – the, the, even in August, I just don't know if if they're going to open that up. Um, it's going to have to live a different that's for sure yeah i mean i could see them i could see them running this year's race with no crowds in the stand and just basically saying we're just gonna we're just gonna televise it and you can just watch it from the comfort of your home kind of thing which is great for whoever covers it yeah it is except for you know all the the people that make just boatloads of money from from the fans coming i mean that's again another all the vendors and yeah lose money yeah, the concession people and everybody like that that are down there that that make money on it. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be well, just the track in general, because I mean the track. Yeah. You know, they do those concerts and everything the night before, and you know they make it into a giant party for the whole weekend and everything. And so, well, and they've built up a lot of businesses and breweries all around oh, that yeah. area. Yeah, they they use that weekend to set them up for the whole year. Boy, there's a Mexican restaurant that's not super far from the track down there, and I can't think of the name of it. I've been there once. Every time my dad has tried to go there with, uh, tried to take me by there, the old, we've only been able to get in there once. Every time we go, it's it's really stupid crowded. But huh. he raves about their pork carnitas, and just says that they're the best pork carnitas he's ever had and everything and i don't i don't know i'll have to to find out the name of it and let you know yeah that'll be good you can go check that and report back and let us know if the pork carnitas are really good you got it uh so our indiana correspondent exactly yep baby we'll call see we could call him hoosier rob that's just that, that's somewhat offensive. It sounds like we got to come out with something else. Something else, guys. Come on. <laughs> I like broccoli. I don't know how we go away from broccoli. I have him in my phone as broccoli. Rob. Broccoli, Rob. <laughs> Dude. Okay, maybe you can explain this to me actually for for a quick second. I've been meaning to ask you about this. So, great. Here we go. Yeah. When I <laughs> here's put, where the hit piece comes so in. So here's the thing. Your phone. Or when I put your phone number into my phone. It like gave me a suggested name of like Senior like <laughs> Senior Cotillas. Yes, what is that? <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. My, I think my kid put it in, and uh, I don't know why it popped up. You just gave oh, away it, his alias. It did. It like it came up on my phone as like oh, you know, I know what it is. The suggested I name for you was Senior something. I'm like, well, what the hell is this? Okay, so what it is? It, it's in Spanish. It's Mr. Ribs. And the reason why is because when my oldest daughter was in high school or through school, she her birthday is on January 2nd, and she'd always have a New Year's Eve party, and all of her friends would come over, and 
we'd um, have them over here. Well, they started calling me Mr. Ribs because my initials are R.I.B. Mm. Ah, okay. That's how that name stuck, Senor Costillas or Mr. Ribs. I <laughs> see. Okay. That at and least, actually, make, that at least makes sense. I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, man, did he get some bootleg phone? And it's like. <laughs> I forgot all about that. He rolled some Mexican dude and like <laughs> oh stole his phone God. or something. Went to Cuba and got some cigars and picked up a phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, there yeah, you go. there's a couple of those girls that are, I mean, they're in their upper 20s now, and a couple of them still call me that. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh, gosh. Needless to say, folks, I didn't really have much of a plan for this episode other than what we were we were going to open the box and talk to Rob. So, yeah, you know, which is the, which I think is great. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I said, when we got to meet him out in Indy, he's just I mean, Rob, I'm I, I'm not saying this just because you're sitting here staring at me on Skype. Sure you are. Dude, <laughs> I had such a good time out there. And what remind me again, what was the, I know you mentioned at the top of the show, what was the lounge we hung out at the first the one? The first one we went to was um, Smoker's Choice. And then they have they have their lounges right next to the Smoker's Choice, that's, and it, they're owned by the same people. That's a cool little place, and that what is. a humidor they have! Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it it yeah. it just goes on and on. It's like it's like a Tetris piece. It's like an L. Now, see, I was talking to Rob. Rob, uh, he's he's looking at coming down to the uh, Drew Estate Kentucky Barn Smoker with us in September. And hence one of the uh, cigar events I was saying that I'm glad does not take place in Illinois because it might actually happen. Yeah. And um, I was telling him about the humidor at um, Screaming Eagle Cigars right there at the by Fort Campbell. And I'll tell you what, you didn't come with me either, so you don't know either. But I'll tell you, I'll tell both of you that that humidor at Screaming Eagles is going to rival the humidor at. Um, when it's stocked up. Oh, dude. Yeah. They've stocked up. Oh, have they? Okay. I've been following them on Instagram lately. And did you have a chance to check that that out at all yet? I followed them last night after we talked. And I looked at some of the pics. And, yeah, they're, it's it's looking pretty solid down there. Dude, they got a, like, big PPP loan. And, basically, they just mm. took it and invested it into uh, uh, inventory. I don't know if that's allowed. It's allowed if you want to repay it. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. So yeah. they, well, I mean, it's it's a it. You have to repay it, but I think it's a very small interest rate over a, yeah. a short period of time. So like, they uh, they just opted to go ahead and do that. And so, um, and I could be wrong. So if 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 Screaming Eagles is hearing this and you did not use a PPP loan, maybe you got a different type of loan that I'm not aware of. I don't know. But anyway, um, but they were uh, able to get a cash infusion. They were able to get a cash infusion, and they used it to stock up that humidor. And dude, I'm telling you what, it rivals. It definitely rivals Smoker's Choice in Brownsburg. Nice. There, I mean, it's it's a whole bay in a strip mall that they're using uh, for their humidor, plus the humidor space in the bay next door that where their lounge and everything is at. And what I like about them too is um, they've got lots of big chairs all over the place in their lounge. And what they've done is in the center of the lounge, uh, in from the ceiling, they've taken four big screen TVs and they've put them like one facing each direction, almost like a jumbotron hanging from the center of the thing. And so like no matter where you're at in that room, and then there's TVs around the edges of the walls too, but like no matter where you're at in that room, you can you you have a good view of a TV. That also brings the brings everybody together too, and it seems more like you're together Pre instead of watching a room, watching yeah. a room. 
precisely. That's cool. So, so it's nice. But but yeah, we'll we'll. I'm looking forward to the Kentucky Barn Smoker this year. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I'm only going you know, if I can wear my tracksuit. Wear a tracksuit. you were wearing speedo. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm making reference because uh, I guess what's his? I can't remember his name. Dirty Fabian. Dirty Fabian was apparently running around in a red tracksuit. So I want yeah, la- to reprise that year, role. We're wa- I'm walking around this this tobacco farm in in southern Kentucky. You know where. It's it gravel roads and dirt and everything. I mean, it's a working farm. And then there's there's Dirty Fabian walking around in his red tracksuit with his white kids or kicks and and the and the like in the hat and the glasses and and I mean he he was like you took that that New York hipster out of New York and plopped him in the middle of a farm in Southern Kentucky and it was just it was the most like jarring you know, image, but I, so I was kind of amused by that, but that's yeah, funny. so that's everybody what, knew where he was, dude. It, well, <laughs> and therein lies the point. So that was a fun event, but it exposed me to the, to the sheer size and intensity of the cult of Drew estate. Like mm-hmm. I didn't realize just how like, intense some of these fans of drew estate are well jonathan is a cult of personality they are running around this place like oh look there's dirty fabian oh look there's jonathan drew oh look there's this person there's that person and i'm just like how the hell do you know i mean they just knew him just by looking they just immediately knew him and and i mean it was it was into and everybody's like running up and getting selfies and you know this and that and i it was it was a different it was a different crowd than than because we had gone earlier that month to the uh, Kansas City Cigar Festival and then the Weston Tobacco Festival, and uh, it was a very dis- different crowd from those other cigar festivals that, you know, um, maybe I, I don't want to call them a little more because they definitely weren't stuffy, but a little more laid back, a little, little more, more laid back. our speed. But like that one was laid back. The Drew Estate one was laid back too. It just was. It was just interesting for me to see just this intense you, fan base of you one brand. Say it was laid back, but they had a rave tent in the middle of the farm. True. <laughs> I don't know how laid back a rave is on a working tobacco farm in Kentucky. It was Drew. Just State. Saying. It was Drew Estate, man. What else can you say? Yeah, you know. But but it was nice. I mean, they had the food was out of this world for for a buffet set up outside. That you're eating in a tent with drying tobacco hanging over your head and everything. I mean, the food was out of this world. They had this barbecue sauce for the for the pulled pork that was like a Dr. Pepper sauce. Ooh. And it was Ooh. unreal, man. If I'd have been thinking, I would have just stolen a jug of that stuff. But um, Well, he was so impressed by the whole day that he just took his wallet, chucked it at him, and drove away. Well, that's true. I did, I did, <laughs> I did lose my wallet. And oh, man. The guys from Cigars for Warriors thankfully saved my ass on that one. They so. did. You yep. But um, you, that, you know what? And that's how you back into connections with what we're doing because you got to know those guys through that. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. And then – you put Gator in a red tracksuit next time. I think people will be going up and getting selfies with him. I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna do that, and Nick's gonna wear goggles. <laughs> Jonathan Drew had these glasses. They were his glasses, but they were like goggles, and, I, and it, was, it was they were they were yeah, it was Jonathan Drew. What can you say? So, yeah, there you go. Um, you, you just walk around and do duck selfies with people, yeah. and nobody 
they're, everybody's going to think, oh, you know, it's Jonathan. He let uh, himself hey, go. You know, those, <laughs> cool, those new cool um, cigar pulpit hats, too. And, man, I'll tell you what, yes. you're styling. See, and that's what I want. I want to have my own contingent that descends upon these events, this, this bar and smoker and whatnot, to where it's like there's a suddenly like a dozen people walking around there in cigar pulpit hats. The congregation. And, and people are like, oh, what's this crew all about? Because, you know. Dude, people were wearing like matching shirts and yeah. things like that and everything. So it's like, let's get our matching hats going. It'd let's do fun. this. Get your hats, somebody get a boom box on their shoulder and walk around. You guys will be set. Right. Right. Now we're talking. Right. We'll hijack another event. Jeff can lay down some sick beats. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> wait, play a little BG. Wait, wait a minute. Exactly. Do you mean tunes or actual beats? Because I have beats growing in the garden right now. God, you're so unhip. <laughs> Every time I try and, like, help you out just a little bit, you just got to go. Beats are cool, man. No. I can get my my Shroot Farm shirt. Speaking of things that taste earthy, so (laughs) how's everyone liking the cigar? I'm finally getting into what I would classify as the final third. final third, baby. (laughs) This is Rob's time to shine. There you go. It's holding on strong, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a good stick. It's It's been good and solid all the way through. Um, like I said, those couple of little burn issues we had the burn light, I would say that burn light self-corrected. Now, Rob, just so, you know, for, for full sake, disclosure yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, that, that burn line is just sharp as a knife now. And, and, and uh, to be honest with you, mine's been sharp the entire time, too. So it may have just been a couple of sticks you guys got. Possibly. It happens. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're handmade products. I was going to say, I, I don't. I don't flip out too much. No, I can't say a bad thing about the stick, though. It's been very flavorful. Um and like you said, it's giving you different flavors at different points. You know, when you first breathe it in, when you first blow it out. I mean, it's it's and especially on that retro hail. And it is kicking out smoke yeah. like a chimney, man. I mean, just this is a this is a smoky cigar. I love it. It's a quality stick. And the strength kind of picked up even more once you got to the end. Yes, the, this final third is getting kind of a little heavier. And let me just jump in here and say this cigar does come to us this this week. Through the My Monthly Cigar Box for May. Nick, tell us tell us about My Monthly Cigars. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get cigars sent to your door every month for a variety of prices for various size boxes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They have the uh, Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. Now, I want to get into something here real quick on that point. So... Um, Nick, over at My Monthly Cigars, he sent me a little bit of math. Okay. All right. And he wanted to inform me uh, about the total cost of the first year of My Monthly Cigars. All right? Okay. So with this box, My Monthly Cigars has been around for a year, so that's 12 boxes. To do the Robusto box for one year, it costs you... $359.88. Okay. All right. But the MSRP on those 12 boxes for the Robusto box, $504.62. So you saved $144.74 on those cigars by doing it for that year. And the beauty of this is you're getting a lot of different sticks to try that you may not normally get exposed to. But here's the thing. With the Presidente box? Yeah. Oh, I bet the savings multiply. The cost there was five ninety nine ninety eight. The MSRP on that was one thousand nine dollars and twenty four cents. 
for a total value wow. of $409.36. Wow. And that's not wow. something you think about on a monthly basis. No. But that's but a when, big saving. When you break it down year. over yeah. the year, I mean, you're getting a lot of value for your money with this. And well, so. Box alone, this May box is probably twice the price of what we got out of this one. Well, yeah, and, and, and actually, that's a valid point here. Jeff, do the math on that real quick okay, while, I, so while I explain. So if you if you want to sign up for My Monthly Cigars, head on over to their website, sign up, and if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that'll get you free shipping on the first box or it gets you 20% off any of the items in the online yeah. store. Which I want to talk about. Well, have you done that, right Mr. Now, right now, we're right at like a $40 box, but... But you got this the additional month? stick, so no. it's it's twenty it's twenty fifty plus eleven, so that's thirty one. No, no, you're right, thirty one. I'm gonna say that's way more than plus eight and a half, so forty there. Yeah, forty. So it'd be about forty seven, forty eight bucks. I can't add. I went to Trico High School. You were missing one, weren't you? Yeah, that's fifteen plus eleven is already twenty six, plus another twenty. So that's uh, 24 or 20 or uh, Don't forget to carry the one. So it's 46. It's like 40. This is a $47 box. Yeah, plus the additional stick. Yeah, plus, plus the additional stick that we have no idea what it is. No. And thus cannot put a quantifiable MSRP on. So, yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're getting your value. Oh, absolutely. And, and the other thing I wanted to point out, there's a couple other things I want to point out about my monthly cigars. They are obviously sponsoring our weight loss challenge. They are, and, and we appreciate that. The other half of our weight loss challenge is, is aside from them donating sticks for all the pounds that we lose, we are doing a Cigars for Warriors cigar drive. And we've been asking the listeners to send in cigars and that sort of thing. Now, with COVID, we understand if people don't want to go to the go to the store or can't make it to the store and can't make it to the post office and everything. So we've made it very easy. Nick has made it available to where you can go to My Monthly Cigars and you can buy cigars that just go directly to that cigar drive. So if you go to MyMonthlyCigars.com, you can buy one stick for $5. You can buy five sticks for twenty dollars or you can buy 15 sticks for fifty dollars okay so that's it's what five bucks four bucks and three dollars a stick depending upon how yeah. many how many you do here's the cool thing and i just learned this but wait there's more offer code pulpit yeah get you 20 percent off that stick oh that's awesome so if you if you use that offer code and you're buying the stick for the cigars for warriors it's even cheaper and wow. so you're nice. sa you're saving money, and you're providing quality cigars for our deployed men and women in uh, combat zones. And trust me, from talking to some of the folks that are over there, any little piece of home they're getting, man, they want. And so, this yeah. this really, I think it means more to these guys than you may ever come to realize. So definitely, definitely head on over there, help us out with the Cigars for Warriors, buy some sticks. You know, and while you're over there, check out the other stuff that My Monthly Cigars has. I mean, they are doing free shipping through the whole month of May on everything in the online store. So if if you buy some other cigars and maybe bundle it with that purchase of the Cigars for Warrior sticks, you're saving the 20% with our offer code. Um, go ahead and you get free shipping on all that stuff. And then the other final thing I want to point out with My Monthly Cigars, throughout the month of May, they're doing 12 giveaways. They've already done, I think, one. I think they gave away, like, a diesel ashtray or something like that. Um, yeah, and, and a lighter. So, and a lighter. So, yeah, so they're doing a lot of giveaways throughout this month. 
and it breaks down to like three a week or something like that by yeah. the time it's all said and done. Be watching their social media and, and sign up for their email list so that you can get alerts about all those giveaways. And, dude, you can win some stuff. And they've got good swag over well, there. Well, and Nick over there is just a great guy. He's, the more we get to know him, the more I like he's him. He's told me some stuff that they're going to be giving away. And I'm I'm jealous and upset that uh, as, as a sponsor, um, I don't know if I'm eligible for this thing. So, trust me, folks, you want to get in on some of these giveaways. There's, there's one... Uh, in particular, coming up, that I'm like, man, that would be really sweet to get a hold of. But now, I Rob, I didn't want to step on his commercial. I don't know if you noticed this watching on the video, but for some reason during the commercial, he got attacked by a horde of bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure that one was a murder hornet because it was huge. Dude, you've got like all these carpenter bees flying around. They're those big, fat Zeppelin ones yeah. that just like meander yeah. through the air. Oh, and they're and, destroying the deck. Uh, they're just shredding the deck. Are you not killing them? No, I would never admit to that. No, they're not bumble or they're not like they're, the honeybees. No, right? but still, I mean, they're bees. I don't want to. I don't want to kill them. But yeah, they're they're just shredding this deck because oh. they get in and tunnel through it. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's a thing. Well. I have no shame. I've already killed like six of them on my deck. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, they're dead on my deck. So, yeah. In, in fact, my problem on my deck is I've got some wasps somewhere that have made we a home. Uh oh. And so I really need to swing by the store. And paper wasps are dicks. I need to swing by the store and buy a jumbo can of wasp spray so that while I'm sitting out there smoking, I can just hose some things down because <laughs> um, I want to see I, these things writhe and die because I can't stand wasps. Yeah. I probably killed a dozen of them last week out, out on our deck, too. Dude, they're brutal. Actually, a, a little trick, and I, I may have brought it up on the show. I don't know if I did or not, but um, uh, it was told to me that what you do is when you go to the grocery store, you get the paper bag instead of the plastic bag, you know, and you get the paper bag. You stuff it full of newspaper. My yeah, neighbor's got neighbor one right there. One. Yep. You stuff it full of newspaper, and you mold it to make it look like a giant nest of like something, Like a hornet's right? nest. Hornet's nest. Huh. And then you hang it. And you make it really, really big. And what happens is the wasps and the bees, they see that, and they think, holy crap, there's a bigger colony here. We don't want to move in. And so they, and they avoid the area. Yeah. And wow. so it's a nice little, you know, homemade trick that you might be able to uh, uh, get some of these little bastards to avoid your area if you do that. I find, well, a, oh, I find a hornet's nest now and then at the farm. I may just bring one home. There you go. I mean, you could. Well, it sounds that. like your neighbors is working. It's coming your way. So. Yeah, I know. He's, they're all over here. Yeah, Matt, our, my buddy Matt over there has drove them all to our deck. So Great. yeah, but <laughs> I'll tell you, those murder hornets are freaky, oh though, man. Gosh. I saw that out in Washington. Oh my yep. gosh! Like, I saw a picture and I saved it um, to my phone. These things are intense, man. I think I. Yeah, it looks like it was almost the size of your fist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You see that? Yeah, I mean, I too, these yes. things are freaking gigantic. I mean, they're huge. They are not to be trifled with. No. I, wa I, I unfortunately watched a video that was actually really sad to watch. It was one of them attacking a mouse. And this poor little mouse is just writhing around on the ground trying desperately to fight this thing. And this thing's just hunt it just attached to its back and just stinging the hell out of it. And oh, know, it, was, it was sad, but it was just like, oh, my God, this is brutal. Well, and I found a meme uh, cartoon that was on uh, Facebook. And it talked about the other plagues that are headed our way. You've got the arson koala. Sodomy geese. Yeah, the sodomy geese are coming. <laughs> You've got the copyright infringement hedgehog, the treason bee, <laughs> the ritual sacrifice toucan. I mean, there, it just goes on and on. There's a lot of stuff coming our way. COVID just opened the door. 
Head niece, baby. Head niece. Yeah, that, yeah. that angel poured forth its bowl into the ocean, and now we have murder hornets and COVID. <laughs> wow. Well, actually, have you have you seen the clip from The Simpsons rolling around? Oh, yeah. The Simpsons Every, are time travelers. So the I Sim- contend that. I would say somebody at The Simpsons who wrote that show back in the day, they, they time traveled to this year and they, they, they saw the Trump presidency and everything coming through this. Yeah. Because they've already referenced that Trump was going to be president. But then... Like 20 a, years ago. There's an yeah. episode from like 20 years ago where this Asian virus came over to Springfield. Do you remember... Oh, I, do you, are no. you a big Simpsons fan? Okay, so Homer... No, I never watched much. Homer ordered something on the TV... And it showed this Chinese factory where this guy was working the, the the factory line. And he, like, had the flu or something. And he coughed in the box. And then he sealed the box. And so all these people in Springfield ordered this thing. And when they opened the box, this cloud of, like, green particles fly out. And so everybody got sick, right? So this clip shows all these people standing outside the hospital. And they're yelling at Dr. Hibbert at the hospital, like, we want a cure. We want a cure. And he's How did like, you remember Dr. Hibbert's name? That's impressive. I love The Simpsons. There you go. And so anyway, so Dr. Hibbert, he's like, there is no cure. He's like, anything I would, would give you is a placebo. And the people are like, where can we get this placebo? Is it in this truck? And they turn around and there's this box truck. So they shake the box truck and this box flies out. And inside the box was a, 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 a swarm of angry uh, hornets. And so now all the people are getting attacked by these hornets. And it's like... That's 2020 right there. Yeah. We're standing there yelling, we want a cure, we want a court. And then come the hornets. And then come the hornets. <laughs> uh, it's only going downhill from here. I who know. Was the, okay, I'm going to pick your Simpsons brain here. Okay. The, it, Nick is Simpsonspedia. So who is the other doctor that says, hello, everybody? It's Dr. Nick Riviera. There you go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> My favorite part of Dr. Nick of all time is when Homer was desperately trying to get fat so that he could work from home. And Dr. <laughs> Nick put him on the diet. And the diet consisted of you take the food and you rub it on a piece of paper. And if the paper turns clear, then it's good to eat. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, they did that at the Krusty Burger, and the yeah, wall went translucent. Yeah, yeah. he like he took the Krusty Burger and, and he'd like rub the wall, and you could see outside the wall. <laughs> oh wow! I'm like, this is great. But oh, yeah, my God. So, uh, so as we wrap up here, um, first let's do the socials, and then we'll get into what we're getting final on our sticker. So we are available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator, and at Final Third Cigars, in Rob's case. Yep. And then we're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. And Broccoli Rob, hit again before we close up and do the final thoughts on the cigar. Tell us again about your uh, you know little site that you've put together on uh, you know being able to rate the cigars and whatnot. Give us how you sure, get a hold yeah. of that. Yeah, if you just go to Instagram and go to Final Third Cigar, uh, there's a link in the profile. You can click on that and see all the cigars I've reviewed. Click on any one you want to see, and it takes you right to the actual review. Fantastic. That's awesome. So what, yeah. are you, what are you guys getting on your stick here at the end? I'm down to my nub. I'm barely hanging on. You are barely hanging yeah. on there. So Getting a lot of leather still. Yeah. I yes. Mean, yes. Pepper is still there, too. The yeah. leather. The leather, not, the leather and the, the pepper. No, the chocolate has definitely gone away. Whoa! Do I dare Whoa, a I final did. nub, like retro hail? Oh my god! Yeah! Wow! <laughs> that is intense. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 
Oh, wow. Yep. That There's really, that red black pepper. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that picked yeah. up intensity in the back half there. I think yeah. a little cayenne oh somewhere gosh. in there. Man alive. Mm-hmm. Boy, that that fascinates me so much. And how, how a cigar can go from having a very distinct coffee retro hail in the very beginning to where by the end of it, you're just like, that is straight up red and black pepper. Yeah. yeah. You know? Wow. And, this, and I, I, I got to say, this has been a very good. I would seek this stick out. This has been a very good cigar. Yeah. Yeah. This is a quality, quality stick. And Again, we're smoking the uh, EP Carrillo uh, Dark Rituals. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you, if this is any indication whatsoever of what we have coming up for this May my monthly cigars box, I'm going to be really happy with this. And I think Nick really, so far, we're one for four. But so far, he has uh, really knocked it out of the park with the. Uh, yeah, he did not let with, us down on this one. Or with the anniversary box, yeah. So for sure. Yep. Well, so. Rob, we really, really appreciate you coming on, man. And again, he's fun. apparently he's gone through the eye of the uh, tornado there, and it's the back half is moving in on him. I can just <laughs> see everything behind him like swaying. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just found a spot here where it's not quite so windy where I'm sitting. Behind me, though, it's just blowing like crazy. Well, very cool. Well, Rob, seriously, man, it was good to talk to you again. Good to yeah, see you. And see you guys too. We hope to see you soon. Yep. We hope you can make it over here, and uh, hopefully our lounges will be open by the time you make it over here, and we can uh, all go enjoy some sticks together. So Absolutely. Looking right. forward to it. All right, man. Will you take it easy? And everybody else, this has been another Sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe. Um, and, and, and that's Rob. And that's I'm Rob. Rob. And that's Rob. <laughs> <laughs> stay safe and stay smoky, everybody. <laughs>